Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And as you fine folks know, this show is called Got Faded Japan. And this show's about tonight, one dude booze Japan and the news. Johnny is, well, you could say it a few ways. He's on assignment, or he's getting fucked up. Or actually, he's not getting fucked up. He has to prove to his wife that he's a decent man. And he's doing so by not getting totally blitzed for a few days. They're actually down in Osaka for a well-deserved vacation. And for tonight, you are fucking on the ghetto streets of Tokyo with me, Matty B. Thought I would go kind of ghetto style tonight. Walk around town. Uh, drink a few beers, uh, talk about what's been going on. I'm right out on Kampachidori, which is one of Tokyo's main arteries. See, on the show, we're always talking about Japan, but you never actually get... Well, this tonight, this, this is going to be audio only for today. Let me check this is recording. Yeah, it's recording. But you never actually get to uh, experience Japan, so I thought... You know, just me in a room, alone by myself, talking to you guys, would be fucking boring as fuck, so fuck that. Figured I'd just take my iPhone, hit the record button, walk around, see what happens. I have some talking points, by the way. People are looking at me like I'm all fucked up and crazy, but they just hear English for the most part, and assume, I guess, these days, because I'm using a phone, people just think I'm talking on the phone. So, let's consider it like this. We're having a one-way phone conversation, like... I've just left on your answering machine, or your whatever it is, a podcast. All right, let's get to it. This week's pick of the week. I feel like we should always have some sort of cheesy soundtrack. And if you're watching the video, which you can't tonight, there'd be like some cheesy-ass fucking computer graphics thing, like pick of the week, and the POW would... That's a big fucking crane thing, pick of the week, would kind of slide across the screen, and it, yeah, computer graphics, it's like a show, I guess it is a show, I'm not sure if podcasts are shows, call them casts, anyways, I do have a pick of the week, this one is called, it's the Helios Red Ale, and I am drinking it out of a can, because I don't bring glasses with me when I'm walking on the street, although I do bring bottle openers, so that's about as far as I'm getting. The Helios Red Ale is a red ale from Okinawa, which is a a Japan's southernmost island chain. Some parts of it are like less than 100 or 200 kilometers from Taiwan. Um, So it's far away from me right now, and the it kind of has a weird fucked up um, it's like a it's like a winter specialty ale. I'm not exactly sure why, but they got little cupids on it with little horns, and the cupids are like I don't know blowing all sorts of horn shit. Oh fuck! There's a bicyclist. Cyclists in Tokyo are out of this fucking world. If if you exported all of the cyclists in Tokyo to your city, if you're anywhere but in Japan, they would be murdered like a rat infestation in some prime mortgage, not prime mortgage, some prime real estate area in like LA, like if a million rats suddenly descended upon the, the richest area in LA, they'd be extinguished immediately. That's how I feel about Tokyo cyclists, they're fucking assholes. Anyways, everyone else is nice. Everyone is so nice until... Not everyone, but anyways. When they get on a bike, everyone just turns into a fucking asshole. Anyways, this, so this is a, from the Okinawa Brewery. It's a red ale from Helios, winter specialty. Um, what's the percentage? 5%. I think if you're uh, charging more for your beer, you should also be putting more alcohol inside of it. Uh, for the most part, I mean, if, I guess it's a North American way of looking at beer. Oh, this music you're hearing now, it's a real estate agent. 
they have a touch screen outside and you can search for apartments by querying the options on the touch screen. Oh, someone's been drinking. <sighs> Alright, well, let's go. Well, there's, yeah, lacing all over the place. There's some uh, foam coming out of the top and it hasn't dissipated since I've started talking about this. Um, so that's a good sign, I guess. If that was in a glass, it might look a bit frothier. She was hot. Holy shit. You see, there's so many hot chicks in Japan. They're, and they're all dressed up. But I don't know where they're going. I just come across them. Like, whoa! But I don't know where they came from or where they're going to. Because um, everywhere I go, the, the girls are more cute. Or the, the girls that I hang out with are more like like chill but you see so many girls that are done up and I don't know where they go the dog park fuck maybe it, well, that's from a show what show is that from that's from with Ari Gold it's a good show okay here we go test testing the the Helios Red Ale from Okinawa Holy shit, it's pretty good. Wow. Oh, wait. Ah. There you go, Helios. You fucking scammer. Half scammer. I'm walking by two guys drinking outside. It's okay to drink outside in Japan. Uh, it's widely accepted that it's a good thing. Even in the morning, sometimes, on the train, you see some guy, like, <laughs> some old man with his sake, sitting outside. All right, I'm getting off this main street. It's too noisy. It's too fucking noisy. It's too fucking noisy. Um, all right. So at first, this red ale really came on, like, deep, heavy, nicely blended, um, something that you could, you know, like, but the after, it said, boom, it was gone. Boom, it was just, like chalk was left in my mouth. It's, it's weird, because usually with an ale you have some lingering aftertaste, you know, oh, I didn't realize there was apples in there, or something like that. But this one, no, it was just like a rich thing of flavor, and then it dissipated. Like, the feeling of masturbation. Oh, yeah! Oh, and then it's gone. And it's gone. Actually, too many people joke about sex, don't they? It is pretty funny, though. I'm going to put some gloves on. Uh, get another taste of that ale. Delivery truck just went by. So, it's a noisy fucking place, man. This place is so noisy, I carry headphones around with me everywhere. Okay, sorry about that. We still going? We're still going. I left my headphones at home the other day and I thought all my friends had died because the world became such a horrible place without my headphones. I was like, surely this is what it feels like when all your friends die. And I had to listen to all these announcements from the public things like, like, like vending machines telling me to do well in the afternoon. Um, uh, trucks telling me they're turning left, train announcements saying that the next train will not be stopping there, and all of these announcements, just these mindless announcements, and everyone's super quiet, but everything is so fucking noisy. That's why they invented the Walkman, right? Everything was so fucking noisy, people just wanted it to be nice in their ears, so they invented the Walkman, and Sony Walkman. Second taste. Verdict is still the same. I would avoid the red ale from Helios. It gets a half a thumbs up. It gets a chub. Let's give it a chub. Because it get like you're about to get going and then no, it just fucks off and leaves you alone. Yeah, I'm glad I got an IPA in my pocket. This is not an IPA thing, by the way. If this was an IPA thing, I'd be reviewing an IPA. I do like ales, but this one 
Not cutting it. Fuck you, Helios. Actually, they have uh, made a lager out of like a very bitter vegetable as well. It's like called Goya, and it's a specialty of Okinawa. Very bitter, bitter vegetable. It's like a really bitter zucchini kind of with spikes on it or something. Not spikes, nubs. Let's call them nubs. And um, as well, yeah, it doesn't taste anything like what it should. It just tastes like lager. It's like, here, we've made this zany new beer, but it tastes like all the other beer. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyways, it's still drinkable, though. I'm so glad I have a red ale in my hand, rather than no ale at all. So now I'm walking down some residential streets. Gets really quiet off the main roads here. Some delivery man delivering a box full of stuff. Uh, You can... Ask to have your missed items delivered to you at certain times in Tokyo. So you can choose between 9 and noon, which means noon. You can choose between noon and 3, which means 3. And you can choose... Anyways, it's always like... It's never the earliest number. It's always the last number, they say. But you have that range of, of options. Oh, my God. So, they say you... Uh, shouldn't um, shit where you eat, right? Shit where you eat. You shouldn't eat where you shit. Because that goes against, you know, otherwise pigs don't even do that, they say. Pigs don't even do that. But I did that today. I uh, grabbed a bun. I needed to take a shit. My girlfriend was asleep. I just thought, fuck the world. I'm going to go eat my bun and shit at the same time. And that saying where they say you shouldn't eat where you shit is pretty true because it was pretty hard to enjoy this like nice herb bun. It was like this, go to this bakery near my house and this nice lady always gives me like 10 free buns. She's just like, thank you for coming. We appreciate you so much. Here's a bunch of free shit. I'm like, okay, sure. Makes me kind of fat, but that's okay. Like, oh, thank you for buying this simple thing. Here's a piece of apple pie. Oh, okay. Anyways, I was like, the the feeling of putting something good and tasty in your mouth and chewing on it while you're defecating at the same time. So it's like a mastication defecation combination. Yeah, I put. Um, and well. No, it's not very good. It's rather confusing because your body in those types of situations is so used to focusing just on one thing. Just like it's either mastication or defecation, but not both. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, eh? Fuck. So yeah, don't do that. Um, You can if you want. Sometimes I would find myself enjoying the taste of the bun, and then I would just suddenly, like, shit a whole bunch. And I'd be like, whoa, whoa, I'm shitting now. I'm chewing. And then... I'd be like, that's an unusual feeling, and it's bizarre how quickly your mind can switch focus. Like, you're just in the middle of this nice, chewy, delicious, doughy herb bread, and you're like, oh, that's good. And then suddenly, like, and the herb bread is forgotten about, and you're just trying to, you know, when you're shitting, it's like... kind of focusing on getting it out of you it's not it's like it's like a passive experience but you're also like how much is going to come out i don't know hopefully a lot because that's a good thing um yeah and then that would finish the shit would finish for that time and i'd go back to chewing chewing the bun it was pretty good but afterwards i felt weird i felt a bit weird for having done that and maybe it would have been better if my girlfriend was awake, I wouldn't have done that. We could have just sat down and I would have fried a couple of eggs and cut open the buns, toasted them a bit, and like had like a meal like a normal person does. Sit down on a chair, not a toilet to eat. Probably a good idea. Uh, some people at work just fucking suck. I think it's true for everyone. I think it's true for everyone. So, uh, 
there's these things called... Actually, I've been listening to a lot of comedy since I've been getting on the show. This show, Got Faded Japan. been listening to a lot of comedy. It's pretty cool because my school is closing where I work. And I've just been, like, bummed out. Just like, oh, man, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. My whole world is open to me right now. Being personal, aren't I? But at the same time, why the fuck not? Otherwise, it's just dead air. So it's just like, let's reveal something personal. But yeah, having your whole world in front of you. Like, two years ago, my world was so structured. It was like, I knew everything that was going to... Well, I didn't know everything, but I knew my what my day-to-day life was going to be like. And suddenly, that work schedule is like, poof, it's gone. It's gone. And I don't know what my work schedule is going to be like in a couple of months. It's bizarre. But the feeling of... I wonder if there's like... This is what I've been thinking about recently. Um, There's like a personal thing, but a, a human process to it, right? So we have like those stages of guilt. Stages of guilt. You know, like uh, the seven stages of of recuperating from something, anger, and then guilt, and loving, and then acceptance, and then hatred, or whatever it is, I don't know. But maybe for like, when you get, someone that dropped their glove, maybe when you get fired for something, it's the same thing. It's like, like, I like the job, but it wasn't really my life, but still, to be dragged into this meeting, and people are like, we don't need you. Even though there's this fucking blah, blah, blah. Still, you're just like, you don't need me? You don't need me? It's like the initial reaction. How fucking dare you say that to me? Who the fuck do you think you are? You don't need me. What are you talking about? They really don't. They really don't need me. It's, it's a job. I'm <laughs> just a person. And then, what happens next is there's like this feeling of just like, Soul crushing, like not soul crushing, but just like I'm gonna get angry and drink, you know. Fuck those fuckers. I'm, I'll show them by getting angry and drinking. So there's like this kind of like I guess it was pretty sad, and then it turns into like anger again, and you're just like. Fuck these people. You don't fucking know. I, I look at everyone. And I'm just like, what are you doing? And now I'm getting all righteous. Uh, so I wonder if, like, that's like that's a pretty personal thing to say and all that. But I wonder if that's a process that most people would go through to, like, after hearing such kind of thing. And then you move on. You move on afterwards. And a couple of years from now, those people will be fine. And I'll be fine. And it'll be all fine. But... It's the fact that, yeah, it's my personal reaction. Like those words that I'm saying right now, that's my personal way of explaining it. But maybe the, the way in which I explained it is a process that people go through, whether they want to or not. So it's like there's a certain amount of uh, personal choice, but a certain amount of like, as this species that I am, a human... Uh, it goes through that oh, taxi cab. It goes through that process. <laughs> Just a thought. Anyways, with this economy, I don't know what jobs are anymore because I see like people on the news and they're like, um, I don't know, visual storytellers. I saw that on the news. A visual storyteller, and you see like lawyers and sh- are there young lawyers? I guess there are, but. For me, it's just like all the office buildings are full and everyone in them's fucking boring. Everyone's having meetings all the time. Managerial class. God damn those managerial classes. I'm sure some of the people who listen to this podcast are managers, but they're the cool ones because there's cool managers that don't give a fuck. They're like, oh, I'm a manager, but I fucking don't give a shit about being a manager. But then there's those cunts, man just full of manager cunts. They're everywhere. I feel horrible. What's that? What's that? Is that a, oh, that's a breeze. Oh, I thought it was some rat digging under a tree. Everyone's becoming a manager. Hey, 
Takeshi, you're really good at selling cars. Thanks. Why don't you become a manager? I think I've talked about this before. Everyone's becoming a fucking manager. All my friends. It's just like, not all my friends. Actually, most of them are not. But still, cunts. Most managers. Who the fuck needs them, eh? Well, I guess we do need them. I have problems with authority, to be honest. Especially because there's so much, like, finger-wagging. Can't do that. Why? Because I'm a manager. <laughs> like, I understand it if it's, like, you, you open up your pants and then you, like, slap your cock all over the computer screen at work and start quoting Mein Kampf. Then it's the manager's job to say... It's our school policy that you cannot scream out excerpts from Mein Kampf while slapping your cock against the computer screen. That makes sense. But it's sometimes it's just like, this school forbids, or this, mm, this place, or this X, this Y, this, this donut manufacturing plant forbids, we forbid it. We forbid the wearing of blue shoelaces because it might remind people of our competitor whose logo is blue. It's like... No, it won't. Well, it's been decided. We had a meeting. Managers decided. Blue shoelaces are out. It's just like, but that company is not our competitor. It went under three years ago. It might remind our consumer about it's just these bullshit reasons, and they finger wag. Well, you just can't do it, you know? <laughs> like, fuck you. Bunch of bullshit managers. And it's just like, now it's like, oh, Everyone's a manager. So what do we do? Can we just manage each other? No. You can't blow each other either. Because that would just be good for like a while if the manager's hot. But are managers hot? My experience, they're cool. Some of I've had some really cool managers, some asshole managers, incompetent managers, but hot managers? I don't really know. Whoa, cyclist. Bitch, fucking cyclists are horrible. I wonder why. No hot managers, huh? That's a shame. Maybe that's what should happen. Managers should be hotter. That's what should happen. If managers were hotter, you know what would happen? Work would be way better. It doesn't matter if it's a dude or a woman. They, if they're hotter and... They didn't care because they're always being appraised on their looks. Like, hot people are just always like, hey, <laughs> I feel like pretty good. No, they're not. And I was like that. But they're used to being complimented. And then they don't have to take their shit to work, you know? Like, if you're this fat old moo cow who's barfing all over everyone because you're ugly and you're fat, or same with a dude, that's, you're going to take that and you're going to shovel that shit all over the people you work with because that's what people do. Managers should be hotter. That would be amazing. Imagine if you were like, working and all of your managers were hot. You'd be like, this is, this is a place I want to be working. Yeah, this is going to be great. And they're just like, hey, don't worry about it. You'd be like, don't wear the blue shoelaces, man. Like, who cares? You're wearing, if, if you're wearing a low-cut fucking suit and your boobs are showing. Or, um, oh, you're dressed very nicely and uh, have nice teeth, gentlemen. Um, oh, you treat me like a lady, Mr. Manager Man, who's handsome. Uh, you should be a doctor, you're so handsome. Yeah, that'd be great. That's the answer. But I guess it's kind of hard because... You can hear the trains, maybe? There's the train. Those places where people work make people ugly, I've decided. If you're all over the fluorescent lighting, sedentary lifestyle, everyone just becomes like this shriveled fucking moldy onion after 20 or 30 years. Doesn't matter how hard you try, you just like, you might look good at night, but during the day, you look like you're trying too hard to look like something you ain't, bitch. That goes for men and women manager class they should all be hot they should all be hot because most managers don't even make decisions they just keep policy going they just maintain company policy you don't really need to think much to do that 
You just need to finger wag. And if some fucking asshole is finger wagging at me, if the dude is good looking and well built, I might have some resentment against that. But I'd be like, he's got to be doing something, right? Look at the guy. Um, and if a woman and a low, she's like wearing one of those sexy suits with a mini skirt, and her boobs are all pushed off, and she starts finger wagging at me, probably do whatever the fuck she says. She's like, no, go clean the toilets. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Ooh, I love my manager. <laughs> There's some ugly ass manager, pimples, and fucking wearing tights with no fucking pants on, and they're just jiggling all the time, and they just start finger-wagging at you. Not only do you have some person finger-wagging at you, you got some person telling you to go clean the toilet, and they're ugly. Sounds horrible. That's the problem with managers. All right, here's my plan. I'm coming up to Gamso. Hopefully this is still recording. We still good? Yeah, we're still good. We're still recording. Coming out to Gamso, and they don't really know that I'm coming. Um, I'm hoping we can like just go in and read some news stories. Like I'll just interrupt everything. Read some. I still haven't finished this half-ass beer. Ah, that's semi-good. That's semi-good. Until the fucking watery chalk happens. You should make an ale that lasts, not, a, not an ale that suddenly disappears. Oh, fuck that bullshit. John Hicks from the Dirty Tees is working there tonight, and the Dirty Tees are one of my favorite Tokyo bands. They have like this really cool version of like rock and roll, where it's almost boogie, but it just it pulls back, pulls back before becoming like too boogie, but it's like really like, up rock music without being faggy rock music. Actually, fag rock music's pretty cool, but uh, how can I say it? They have that, that awesome balance where it's not too typical and not too non-typical. They hit that sweet spot. So he's working. He's a fellow drummer, and he's pretty badass, but let's see how it goes. I want to read some news stories. There's some great news, great news. finish that fucking beer. I'm so paranoid about having like too much dead air. Just rambling. Rambling about my fucking thoughts. This is an unusual uh, podcast. I guess it is an episode. An unusual podisode, castisode of the uh, of the Got Faded thing tonight. But damn it. We decided to have weekly podcasts, and we are going to make sure that happens, even if it's ghetto fucking style. Like the way we're doing it right now, I feel like a dumbass walking around. At least the iPhone's inconspicuous. I don't have one of those, like, selfie sticks that people want. I want to knock that shit out of people's hands, show it up their ass, light them on fire, and then sacrifice them to fucking Steve Jobs store or something. I don't know, man. Pretty busy in here. Here we go. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. Good. I'm recording. Recording. Yeah. Yes. How was it today? I don't know. Uh. I don't know. Are you recording right now? We're recording right now. I walked in unannounced. Yeah. Oh really? Fantastic, man. Um. Yay. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to Gamasol. Here we are. I want to read some news. You want to read some news? Yeah, let's see what's on. I yeah. haven't watched the news today. What's on? What's well, on I got the, what's what's what we do on the podcast. Who are you, man? I'm John Hicks. Yeah, I told them about you already. Who are you, man? I'm Peewee. <laughs> yeah. No, let's let's read some news about Japan. Okay, let's do it. And then and and then react to it. No, I don't react. I overreact to it. Okay. Overreact to it. Fuck yeah. Let's overreact. The news is pretty grim. Is it? Okay. Perfect. That's the kind of news I like. It's pretty grim. We got we got a lot of death. I've drank a few beers. I might be a little morose and have a bit of a cry, but I'm fine. Oh man. 
We're going ghetto so, style. So what have we got? It's a ghetto style podcast. What's the new concert that's got today? All right. What did I steal from the internet? Yeah, where are we at right now? Okay, let's get some news. Fuck you. No, I said fuck you. That means clothes. That means fuck you. You haven't trained Sudi well, have you? I know, yeah. no. We have not done this well enough. Like could be better. Could be better. Yeah, women she's can be pretty, like that. She's pretty serious. Okay. okay. Let's get John to read this one. I can't read. Hey, I used to live in Scuba. A 24-year-old woman walking home alone was knocked down and had her underwear stolen by a man in Scuba, Ibaraki Prefecture <laughs> early Wednesday morning. According to the police, the incident occurred at around 1 a.m. near Scuba Station. NTV reported that the woman told police she was walking along when a man grabbed her from behind and demanded she give him her panties. The man knocked her down, removed her underwear, and then fled, police said. The assailant is described as being in his 20s or early 30s, about 170 centimeters tall, and was wearing a black leather sweater. No, black sweater. <laughs> police, said, police said they are studying street surveillance camera footage and to try to identify the man. The woman was shaken but not stirred. <laughs> I, heard about, I heard about this. Yeah? That's amazing. <coughs> I'm gonna have to buy a car. So she must have been walking, yeah, and he just pulled up and said, "Give yeah, me your panties." Yeah, I'm, I'm, give Do you think she's one of those girls that was? How do you say that in that Japanese? Was... I don't know. Pants kudasai. Pants kudasai. Pants. 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 I don't know pants. I don't know pants. 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 Who do you think does that? Why is there such a panty fetish? You know why? It's because guaranteed Japanese women are wearing good underwear. No, I think I might disagree with that. Really? I disagree with that. My standards. I disagree. I think some girls are like. I think they're all about the cotton and the. You know, I like the comfort. Cotton, oh, I see, like you're one of those guys. I like cotton, yeah. See, yeah, you're not a pervert. I, I know, I'm not a pervert, but I did, I did <laughs> I see some cotton panties but once. But apparently the pervert is the one who's really quite nice, nice view, actually. Uh, I don't give a I shit about cotton away, panties. Sort of... Do you give a shit about cotton panties? Do they do anything? It's too schoolgirl for me. It's too boring. No, I'm not really into the cotton panties. I like silky ones, man. Silky ones, But the, the audacity of that, the guy to like, just say, hey, Lace hey. Hey, you. But he knocked her down, so... And pulled her panties off. Oh, she's got some class. He's got the old caveman technique. He's got the old Sean Connery. <laughs> he clubbed her in the head. Yeah. This is, this he is dragged like her panties away. Caveman just he got it wrong. exploded is, out of his this face. This is modern caveman, yeah. Like, Use a car instead of a bat, right? <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. you! Just, now give me your panties! There's no, there's no ditches now. There's like drains and cars, man. Yeah, man, I don't know. The panty fetish is something weird. It's massive, yeah. I, 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 I think some of my friends have had their panties stolen. Yeah, yeah, I know someone who had yeah. that. Cops do it a lot, too. Steal your panties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Escape on bicycle. Wow. Yeah. I had that at YMCA. No! Cops are not wearing my panties on the day oh, off, man. Right? I don't need them, but Okay, you can zoom in. Okay. Read the headline this time. Yeah, seven... Oh, I missed that. 17-year-old gives birth in toilet. Dumps him for by river. Oh, Kiwi's a father. That's gotta hurt. Oh, this is this is harsh, man. Police in Fukui said Thursday they have arrested a 17-year-old girl on suspicion of illegally disposing of a corpse of the body of a newborn baby girl was found in a new nearby riverbank. According to police, the girl gave birth in a toilet. At a home around dawn on February the 4th in Fukui Shimbun, at the Fukui Shimbun reported, but she is accused of killing the infant and then dumping the body in the bank of the river Umawatari River. Uh, the body was found by children commuting to school. They saw something that looked like a doll on the river bank. They told their parents who contacted 110. Police said the girl has, was admitted to hospital the same day and that they, they waited until she was discharged before arresting her. 
girl who is un- unmarried lives with her parents, but they told police that uh, she's been unaware that she was pregnant, and they appeared to be very little swelling. Bakuishin burn reported, yes. Uh, not much swelling, huh? Not much swelling. Wow. Um, that that, yeah. that story gets me a little bit there's swollen. A, there's a two part. I'm <laughs> getting a little bit swollen from that story. Yeah, I don't know. You should, yeah, I don't know. Swollen eyed. No. Little chub. You're getting, you're getting, you're, you're popping a semi? Yeah, a little semi there. <laughs> that shit turns me on. Infanticide? No, man. You're infanticizing? Yeah, it's right, right now. Her underwear has got to oh, be. Oh, wait, that's a different story. What, what, if, what if you <laughs> didn't die, man? What, what, what would she have done then? I don't know. What would she have done? We what should go and steal her underwear. No, no, it's a Tupac song. Hey, guys. All right. Oh, nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank take you. We, we, we're live on Nice to meet you. Yeah, take care. So, um, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a bit harsh, actually. Squirters. Squirters. She's a, she's squirting no, out a baby. That, no, 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 not that. She was just frigging herself off and a baby no, just popped no, out of her puss. No, no, no. <laughs> By the river. Didn't say much. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah the old, the old oyster a, came out of the clam. That's a Tupac song. Oh. <laughs> she was too, what's a Tupac? Why is it a Tupac song? Why is it a Tupac song? Uh, I thought you said Tupac. Tupac. Oh, okay. You know, the Artist formerly, formerly known and known as? You could call him a, an artist. Uh, he's an artist. He's, a he, he's dead. Well, yeah. So. Oh, well, yeah, sure. But his art lives on. It I, does. I, you know, just because like he was yours making will and mine. Yeah, that's right. Forever, brother. Forever. <laughs> Nothing's stopping us now. <laughs> All right. That one's pretty funny. Where are you getting all this news from? Oh, Japan okay. today, the crime section. Oh, we don't normally say that. Right. Let's do this one. Back to John. All right. Over to you, John. I'll read the headline this time. Woman, ex-partner, arrested for forcing cicada into crying child's face. Gunma, a 23-year-old woman and her 27-year-old former boyfriend, have been arrested after it was discovered they had forcibly pushed a cicada into the woman's three-year-old son's face in Kakogawa City, Guma Prefecture. According to the police, the incident occurred last July. TV Asahi reported Saturday that the two suspects, Nadami Takeuchi and her former boyfriend, Ruma Nishida, held down Nadami's son and then placed a cicada onto his face and put it in his shirt while in a parked car. Mm. So Police said Nishida filmed the incident on his smartphone while the child cried. <laughs> some sadistic bastards. I know, well, it's, well that's c- cicadistic bastards. And it's, it's not even cicada season. It's not even, it's I know. It's like a rarity. I know, but this is from February 15th. Still, that's not cicada Where are they, in Guma? Where are they getting cicadas I know, it's in Guma? frozen, it's all frozen. Oh, they're, maybe they're it's not a semi. Them. It's not a semi. It can't, because a semi is a type of cicada. Like, your semi? Your semi, semi-chub. This, now, I'm, now I'm full-blown. <laughs> We got infanticide and bugs on kids' faces. <laughs> I think that was a little harsh for the police, but they shouldn't hold down and torture a kid with cicada face. That's something your older brother should do. Right. Not, not, your, not your mom. Not your mom. <laughs> or your mom's freaky boyfriend. Freaky boyfriend. <laughs> hey, you know, Mariko, you know what would be cool? You know what would be this in your kid's face. Bring us closer together. <laughs> we shove bugs on your kid's face. Yeah, that's, that's we how put we... Put them up his shirt while he cries. The kid's going to be traumatized. Yeah. The only place to do that, of course, is in a parking lot with a car. Absolutely. In a parked car. Yeah. So like you had to kidnap the cicada, take it over to the car and like like set all the whole shoot. <laughs> That's right. How convenient. Are you stand here. All I, right, I have now one with, with me right now. <laughs> Oops. I have a cicada face. Cicada face. Cicada face. Well, that's, that's a bad one. But that's, that's bizarre, not as bad man. as the I like the panty well, one so far. So far, the, the, the panty, panty one's, one's pretty good. Infanticide, uh, but the, you know, the child doesn't have to cope with this. The, the child that died, the baby, doesn't have to go through the experience of having a cicada pushed onto its face. That's true. It avoided all of that. It, yeah. So it's kind of got lucky in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know. It's a way to look at it. Unlucky for the community. <laughs> yeah. But or, lucky and, for and, the baby and the cicada. That's right. Lucky it's in the hereafter, cicada. floating around. It's a baby. It's still a baby. It, no, it's... Uh, getting blowjobs in heaven. No, no. Well, it depends on... If, well, it didn't go to hell, did it? 
it did go to hell. Okay, so it's probably getting no. blowjobs. <laughs> they don't have any of those no, up there, man. They don't. Blowjobs in hell. That's where all the best bands play, too. Too, man. man. <laughs> all right. Well, that's where we take a break. <laughs> Drink some beers. Drink some beers. Boosh. Peace. See you on the flip side. Yo, what's up, Vader? Scott Vader Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. God faded Japan. God faded to Japan. God faded Japan. Yeah. Ah, Hiro-chan speak English. Okay. Welcome back to God faded Japan. What's your name? My name is Miho. And Hiro. Hiro. What do you do? Drinking! Yeah, drinking! <laughs> <laughs> I'm an accordion player! Yeah. I play with Matt! You do? Yes, of course! Yeah. Alright, great. Thanks, thanks, Miho. Thanks, Hiro. Thank you! Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. That's Miho and Hiro. Miho and I play together, and we play in a klezmer band. I'm a drummer in a klezmer band. I don't know what that means. Okay. Let's get some more news going on. You want some more news? Are you hitting the pistol or what? I'm ready, man. What do you want? All right, here you go. Read this one out. I should say, sorry, I should preface this. Welcome back. We did. Oh, this is John Hicks with the Daily News. (laughs) (laughs) We usually do the top five. Now we're just doing the top fucking whatever, but there should be around five in there. All right, here we go. All right. Here's number five. Here's number five. Private detective arrested over murder of his girlfriend. Tokyo, police in Setagaya Ward, Tokyo, said Monday they have arrested a 25-year-old private detective on suspicion of killing his 24-year-old girlfriend. According to the police, the suspect, Yuta Hikichi, 25, strangled to death Yumiko Yamaguchi at his office-slash-residence at 7 a.m. on Saturday, NTV reported. Uh, let's see, police said that the couple met through Twitter, interesting, and had been going together since last October. Hikichi called the police on Saturday afternoon and said Yamaguchi had not returned home and asked them to search for her. However, the police said his comments were inconsistent, and when officers came to his place, they found the dead woman in bed. Hikichi was quoted by the police as saying he flew into a rage during an argument with Yamaguchi over their living expenses and income night, uh, and income the night before that he strangled her while she slept. Wow, well it looks like this detective solved the crime. He solved his own 
crime. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little neat little package. It's funny. She never came home, but suddenly she's dead in bed. I know. <laughs> this detective should have better ideas I know, by no. now. He must not. What if he's a private, a private dick? Yeah, PD. He's, he's a private dick. Is he a private dick? He's just a dick. He's definitely a dick. 25 years old, man. She who's, was, uh, who's a 25-year-old private detective? Hey, I was out of work, I guess. That's exactly, yeah, that's just what he's saying, yeah. I solve maybe internet it's, crimes. Maybe it's one of those, uh, like, you know, the guy just has the business card. A 25-year-old private detective. Right. He's a text. He, he can't be good at life to do that, man. No, no, can't no. Be. He's, he's, he's a... But, he, well, he, he's a detective because he solved his own crime. Yeah, he's and he's in the papers. So he's and, and he's now he's going to jail for probably the rest of his freaking life. No, he'll be in jail for a few years, most. Chicks chicks chick death in Japan is not really punishable by other death. This one's weird. I'm going to read this one out. Right, this one's weird, okay? Okay, so man arrested for sending 15-year-old boy to clean Fukushima to help Fukushima clean up. So Fukushima had the big nuclear disaster. Everyone knows about it. The world's over. Uh, the police arrested a businessman on Wednesday for sending a 15-year-old boy to help clean up radioactive waste outside the wrecked Fukushima nuclear plant. Uh, Aichi, which is the prefecture, uh, I, I, Aichi Prefectural Police said the boy from Kitanogoya was sent to Fukushima to cut contaminated leaves and scrape up dirt in the disaster zone last July. But this is the reason why he was arrested. The labor law prohibits people under 18 from working in radioactive areas. So it's just the fact that he's 15 years old. It's not, it's not the fact that he's going to Fukushima. It's the fact that he's 15 years old. He's too young to enjoy that. His former employer eventually lowered his wages to $3,030 a day or 22 quid a day and hit him when he didn't do, his, do well at his job. You got this 15-year-old boy. Cleaning up nuclear waste. $30 a day. I don't even take $30 an hour. Right. And then he doesn't even get blowjobs, man. He gets beat up. He doesn't get blown. Hard knocks. Yeah. Not on his knocker. Workers cleaning up villages in Fukushima are supposed to receive a special hazard allowance equivalent to about uh, 10,000 yen or $100 or... 80 quid for a day from the government in addition to their wages. Um, so there we go. So, so he got paid 100 and so his $130 or Ichiman 1300 13,000 yen yeah. to go and get beat up and No, no, no. His employer crash. collected all of that extra money. Oh, and he just got paid the Yeah, three. he got paid $30 and his employer wow. took the rest, beat the fuck out of him and then and then told him to go back to the nuclear dirt Right, and get some more money. So he's well, pimping him out. He pimps him out to clean up nuclear waste. This is what happens to men when they are pimped out. Take it easy. I'll see you next week. I'm going to send That's you That's weird, though. Isn't that weird? You would think that he would be arrested for sending a boy to, to Fukushima, but it's just like, no, he was too young. So, oh, you mean just... The guy was arrested, wasn't he? Yeah, but... Who knows what'll happen? Right, right. Who knows what'll happen? All right, this one's pretty funny. We're back to John Hicks. John All Hicks right. reporting oh, from oh, Gamsa. Here we go. I'm American, so this is this is gonna right up your alley. Oh man! Yeah, right, right American arrested for assaulting two people on a train in Yokosuka. These are army dudes. Tokyo. Police in Kanagawa Prefecture said Wednesday that they have arrested a 33-year-old American man who assaulted two passengers on a train in Yokosuka. According to police, the incident occurred inside a stopped train at Keihin Kyoku Shiori Station. What a horrible name for a station. That's a hard one. Keihin Kyoku Shiori Station at around 11.30 p.m. on January 12th. T.V. Asahi reported that the suspect, Daryl Raymond Shepard, bashed a 29-year-old male passenger in the face, causing yeah. several broken bones Shit. in his face Fuck. and requiring the victim to spend a month in the hospital. Jesus. After 21-year-old American serviceman, yeah, buddy, he's a serviceman, yep. who witnessed the attack, attempted well, the serviceman's to... serviceman's the oh, hero. He's, yeah, he's the hero. He's not the asshole for once. Wow. Feel good about yourself, it was you a, fucking it was patriot. A, it was a drunken-ass English teacher. Yeah. No, it wasn't. So uh, the serviceman tried to restrain the shepherd. He was pushed... Onto the platform and knocked down. 
took down the serviceman. Wow, police said Shepard, who dropped his cell phone at the scene of the crime, was also on Interpol's wanted list for oh. aggravated sexual assault in the United States and is likely to be extradited back to the U.S. Police said they have begun to investigate how and where Shepard entered Japan. So he came in illegally. Yep. Started fucking shit up. He's sexually assaulting people. Yeah, busting people's noses. like women. Yeah. And then comes to Japan and punches some guy in the face and breaks his face. Hey, man, how are you? Yeah, man, how are you? How's it going, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Matt? Yeah, that's right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. That's good, man. Alright, grab a beer, relax. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Just relax. Drink whatever you like. So, you know what this reminds me of? What's that? Anime from the 1980s. Because in anime from the 1980s and 90s, Interpol was all over the place. You remember? Like, Interpol would just come in all over the anime. But you don't really hear a lot about Interpol these days. Yeah. What does Interpol even do? Maybe the NSA, it's like the NSA's bitch. Interpol is the British NSA. Is it? It's like the British Secret Service. But they seem, they seem like subservient. Like they don't seem very strong. They gotta pull up their they, ass. They seem like, like, yeah, pull up their ass on the back of a milk carton. I don't know. Interpoled. Interpoled. Bullshit. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, dude. Have you ever wanted to punch someone in the face on a train? No, no, no. I know no. it's gonna hurt my hand. You know it hurts your hand when you punch somebody in the face? Even if you punch, even if you punch him well, it's gonna hurt your hand. It's true. I guess you're right. Especially gonna break people's bones with your face. I don't want to break people's hand. bones. I usually just frog march people off of the train when they piss me off. You know? I just, uh, I just uncomfortably, uncomfortably guising them. Just get a little too close and just, you know, like just to be like, just, just to let them know that there's a stinky guising right next to you and you have to bear it. Because there's train rage, right? Chris, Chris, the other day, there was a dude. Who's Chris? Chris is my guitarist or whatever. From the, from the Dirty, dirty Tees. Yeah. And uh, there's a huge line of urinals and there's a Japanese guy way in the corner who tried to avoid him. So Chris went right over to him and took the next urinal <laughs> and started talking to him. I said, hey, 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 hello. <laughs> <laughs> he probably traumatized the fuck out of that. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. You I ever had... do that? You ever do purposely you go fuck with somebody just because oh, yeah. you know that they don't like you? Oh, yeah, it's they great, man. It's around. great. There's someone at work that I'm doing that to right now. They're, they're trying to be cold to me. I'm just trying to be cold as fuck. Back to them. Fuck that. Fuck that person. Who cares? Yeah, but I don't think I would punch that person in the face. No, I don't think I would. Have Unless I was in Yokosuka, because then you're on military bases. And, no, you might no, punch no. a marine in the face. No, dude, that's... dude, I don't want to punch a marine in the I face. Don't want to Holy fuck! Yes, man, that's who you want to punch. All right, Pee Wee, you're Interpol? next. What's Interpol? Huh? What's Interpol? What's Interpol? You British fuck. What's Interpol? In Interpol is like, uh, what is that? I don't know. I think it's European kind of like secret service kind of thing, right? European, you were saying British. I thought it was it's not, British. No, it's not. No, British is MI5. Right? MI5, MI6, Six. Scotland Yard. Yeah, no, Scotland Yard is just like police, right? Scotland. Scotland Yard is just police force, but... Yeah. Scotland Yard is a particular police station. Is it really a yard? It's, it's, it's probably a bad yard, yeah. Like a train yard. It's like a barn, like, like a barnyard. No, it's like a train barnyard. It's, it's a peak yard. Loch Ness monster lives there. That's it's right. Peak yard. Nessie's taking those fucks to the bottom of the lake, <laughs> raping her with big Leslie Dick, whatever you call it. Nessie cock. You don't want to be raped by Nessie at the bottom of the lock. Going down. Going down. The, going the Scotland Yard. Pee Wee, you want to read one? My iPod's fucking up. My iPad's fucking up. Let's get this done. Let's get this done. Why is it doing that? Why is it doing that? Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I guess I'll read one then. No, I'll read one. I'll read one. Come here. Why? Okay, but my iPad is all going fucking funky on me. How Man, it's going funky. Oh. funky. Oh. Why is it doing that? Nah, if he wants it. Okay, check. Fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. Fuck off! What is this technology? Cancel! Fuck you! Okay, here we go. Okay. Isn't it just So here's number... In the top five, this is number 576.3. Oh, number 576.3! 
70-year-old man arrested over six arson cases in Hiroshima. Whoa, yeah. This guy's this guy's a pro, man. The Japanese like arson. <laughs> they they like fire and they like knives. Fire! Yeah. Guns are dangerous. Fire. Guns are dangerous. Guns are too dangerous. That's why we have knives and fire. Knives and fire, right? We don't shoot you. We just light you on fire and stab the fuck out of you. <laughs> These other people gone on to like bazookas and shit, man. These are like, yeah. integrated and stuff, man. There's like, yeah, we for the times, guys. You know what I mean? 72 hours. Uh, Hiroshima. Police in Hiroshima said Thursday. A 70-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of setting fire to six housing greenhouses. Why would you set fire to a greenhouse? Well, that's exactly it. That's a key to the puzzle, isn't it? The greenhouse. A greenhouse. House, I understand. The greenhouse full of life. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's growing weed. Maybe he's growing weed. Weed. <laughs> well, they're growing weed. Right? I was like thinking he hates tomatoes. He's got, he's got tomato hatred. He, he has ex-girlfriend's a vegetarian. He sees a tomato and sees red. Yeah. yeah. Fucking bust that shit open, light it on fire. Or green, yeah, jealous. Uh, according to police, there were six suspicious fires between 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. He's, One day, six fires. What was it, Rampage, arson rampage. Oh, on Wednesday? Yeah. Actually, it was on Wednesday. In Jinseki Kogen shop, TV Asahi reported nobody was injured in any of the fires. Well, that's all right. They're just having fun. Let him, man. Let him He's off. just a fucking dude. Let him off. Yeah, what's the matter with the problem? He's 72 years old. What's he going to do, man? If he's in prison, he's going to get raped, butt raped. Um, at 4 a.m. Thursday, the suspect, Tadio Shitagami, was seen by police hanging around. Well, not hanging, I hope. Yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> afterwards. Uh, at the scene of one of the fires, Lee said he was he, that he has confessed to torturing the houses, but has so far given no motive. You know what this concerns me is that you can make your life totally crime free, but you're 72 years old and then you finally finally snap and you just start lighting fires all over the place and then you're a criminal. You're like like you're 72 years old and you're thinking I'm such a good person and then you snap and you have a criminal record, man. This is happening a lot in Japan these days. He's probably been the like he's probably been a priest like he's been equivalent to a priest all his life, yeah. And he's just got like an Iron Maiden kind of like fuck you on. And like, can you imagine his granddaughter? Hey, granddad, how are you? What have you been doing? Oh my god! Fires. That well, if she's like 17 years old, then her grandfather's like the coolest person ever at the oh, school. Oh, fucking hell! She'd be like yeah. fucking. It'd be like baby Mel, right? Yeah. Fucking head by a hoy. Yeah, fucking nuts. All right, last story of the day because it's getting fucking noisy in here. Well, I want to. There's either the Gumma cop. Or the Japanese police arrest Red Army member. It's a little bit too serious, but let's get into it. Let's get into this one. All right, I'll, I'll be reading this one. So Japanese police arrest Red Army member on return from U.S. So the Red Army was Japan's communist, like, fucking really aggressive army that they had, um, like an international terrorist network associated in Algeria, North Korea, uh, in Japan as well. They did a lot of the 1960s, like, really extreme shit, like hijacking. Jacking planes, killing people, terrorism, bombing. Are they, still they disbanded, but they're still after them. So here we go. Uh, a member of Japan's ultra leftist Red Army guerrilla group. He's, he's fucking up there, man. He's good. Who he's was? Got stripes. He's got tons of fucking stripes. He was released from prison in exchange for hostages. Held a 1977 plane hijacking, was arrested Friday after he arrived at Narita Airport from the United States. What? He, what? He tried it again? No, they extradited him. Oh fuck it. Tsutomu Shirosaki, 67 years old was deported from the United States after serving a 15-year prison term there. Um, Shirosaki was arrested by Japanese police on suspicion of attempting to set fire to a hotel room fires. In, in Jakarta. Fires. Fires again. Ja fires Japanese love nice, fires. Man. Children in 1986. It is alleged that the arson was an attempt to destroy evidence related to mortar attacks launched on the U.S. and Japanese embassies in Indonesia. These fucking motherfuckers were badass, man. They blew up planes. They exploded the planes. Oh, man, these guys motherfuckers were badass. Uh, Shirosaki was arrested in Nepal. 
arrested in Nepal, another 1996, while he'd been where he had been hiding and handed over to U.S. law enforcement authorities. I wonder if he's, I wonder if he's like carrying things up Everest. Uh, he was carrying bombs. Two years later, a U.S. court Matches. sentenced him to 30 years jail for attempted murder and other crimes in connection with the mortar attack. So you got a fly then? Yeah. <laughs> Shirosaki was first arrested in Japan for attempted bank robbery. This guy's so fucking badass. Yeah, this guy's fucking cool. Uh, but was released in 1977 along with other radicals in exchange for hostages taken by the Red Army in the hijacking of a Japan Airlines so plane in Dhaka. He later fled abroad. This guy's li so this guy's living legend. Really bad man. He's a fucking badass. Like, basically, he follows any side that he wants to follow, right? He actually, he actually went went against his own breed. No, he stuck with his own breed and still fucks shit up. Fucking badass. Um, then the, the then Japanese Prime Minister Takayo Fukuto accepted the hijackers' demand, saying that human life outweighs the earth. Pussy. The Japanese Red Army was founded in 1971 with its base in Lebanon. After the police, after police crackdowns and factional infighting stymied the radical left at home. The group, which was fighting for a global communist revolution, earned worldwide notoriety, notoriety in 1972 when its comrades spread Israel's Lod International Airport in Tel Aviv with gunfire, killing 24 people and wounding 76 others. The attack earned the Red Army a place in honor at the Palestinian guerrilla movement and was followed by a series of hijackings and attacks on embassies in the 1970s and 1980s. Why did this group disband in 2001? That was so fun to read. That yeah. guy's so fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, they got an award. They won an award. The like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Grammys. It's like the Mobos. No, these guys got an award, right? I wonder what they say on a fucking... Dude, uh, on a, on imagine, a, on a, imagine if you had a dilemma. Accepting an award <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, from the Palestinian government or accepting a Grammy. Which one would you choose? Pee-wee, we really love your work. You're, you're such a great guy. And we, you, have, you have to choose between two things. Rewards from the Palestinian government regarding international terrorist acts or a Grammy award for best supporting vocalist in some blah blah band. It's got to be the terrorist one, man. It's got to be fucking nice, isn't it? Yeah, what would you get, man? What would you get? Did you get like a year's supply from a fucking... Um, from an hand grenade like to get a year's supply of hummus? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I wouldn't mind trying it, man. It's like, yeah, badass. It's like, shit! But that guy's fucking rocked him, man. Yeah, and he's finally arrested again. But man, you know what he didn't do? He didn't become a manager and sit in some fucking cubicle for 35 years no, being a sure. decent person before getting colon cancer and having to eat his own colon to survive because <laughs> it's the fucking future. He wasn't falling down, was he? No. He wasn't Michael. 67 Michael years old. He was, he, was, he was that from the start, man. 67 he was just years old. There, like, I'm fucking badass and I'm going to just go for To it. the end. To yeah, the man. end. Most people amend their ways. I'm 35 now. I was, I was in my 20s. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was you, a mistake. You really, like, slowed down, right? 67. He's like, I want to blow up more. I want to get these motherfuckers. TPP. I want to murder all those people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to get some grenades now. Alright. I got well, some matches. Well, let's start some fires, man. Let's start some fucking fires. Alright, that's it from us. Yes. So, goodbye from Cafe of Japan. Say goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. We love you. Alright, guys. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> say goodbye. Hey man, goodbye. Bye. Get faded. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Good night, everyone. Uh, till next time. Until then, keep fading. Be shoot. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We 
came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.